foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And Janie, we're talking about faith, facts, and feelings, and how we can get our faith established in our feelings, which gives us a weak faith, or we can put our faith in the facts of the truth of the scriptures, which gives us a solid foundation for our faith. And when we look at feelings, it's our attitude, our will, our senses, those different parts of our feelings. So, Jenny, how can I examine my faith to make sure it's not based in feelings over the facts of Scripture. Sharon, you mentioned at least three or four entities when we're talking about examining ourselves. So let's a little put a little bit of practicality to that. Okay. You mentioned your attitude. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that is the way that I really choose to assimilate information regarding people and situations. So if I have a bad attitude about somebody, uh-huh. if I know that I'm angry or I have unforgiveness or that I have bitterness, then one of the ways I examine myself is to look at that attitude. And when it doesn't conform to the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, gentleness, long-suffering, then I know that I have examined myself and found myself guilty and that I'm in need of confession and repentance. So can we say that that our faith isn't built on the facts of Scripture if we are living in that kind of attitude? Well, we certainly aren't applying it. We may have built it at one point and then chosen to... To walk away or yes, to walk off. Or, or we don't like what's happening, so we build a new wall that protects us from what we don't like. And then we defend ourselves. Yes. And justify ourselves with why it's okay for me to act that way. Now, the next word on examining yourself is you said about the will. Uh-huh. Well, I everything will. we're talking about right now, we have had a choice to choose to think oh, rightly okay. or to think wrongly. Okay. So when you examine yourself, Sometimes you can examine yourself by just, as we are saying, are you angry? Are you sad? Are you bitter? Okay. And when you know that those are not the character traits of the person you're trusting, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, then you have examined yourself, found yourself guilty, and what do we do? We confess, we repent, and know that grace has already covered us at the cross. Okay. So that we don't need to get under a guilt. Guilt. Yes, but we do need to warn ourselves not to make a lifestyle of this. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So it's a warning. So we're not constantly saying, oh, sorry, I did it again. Oh, sorry, I did it again. Oh, sorry. I'll try not to do it again. And we're forming a habit pattern. A habit. All right? Right. Okay. Then there is an entity that God put in us that many times we 
live in it, but we don't identify it, and that's our senses. So let's examine ourselves. What do we do between 6 and 10 in the evening? Are we glued to television? Mm. Are we glued to the Internet? Are we building on things that have no eternal value? And we want to feel good. It may be that we just want to listen to music all night. But discipline ourselves to spend three hours in the Word of God. Or in prayer. Oh, that is so boring and requires so much discipline. And I'm so tired, I just don't feel like it. Uh huh. So right. we take the easy way that makes our feelings feel good when we are in danger of losing our facts that we need to be standing on. Right. And you know, Janie, I had this thought the other day, this visual. What if we could see each other physically by our spiritual health? Oh. I mean, think about, I mean, I've wondered, would I look like skin and bones? Starved? Oh, excellent. Or would I look healthy and strong? In comparison to my physical body, how would my spirit look? That's an evaluation or an examination that we could really do on ourselves. And your hormones, if you did not know this, can be directly affected by your emotions and your feelings. And when you don't deal with your guilt and your fears and your envy and your bitterness, you upset the hormonal balance and that weakens your bones. Oh, wow. If your guilt is not cleared, your mind produces hormones that allows the blood to coagulate faster than normal. Mm. If stress is allowed to stay, guilt is formed, and the calcium reserve in your bones are depleted, and your bones potentially become porous, weak, and brittle. Now, I could go on further, but you get the drift. Yeah, yeah. And then too much adrenaline because of our feelings is a vasoconstrictor, and that shrinks your blood vessels that supplies nourishment to your bones. Fear causes pain, and it can produce a fight-or-flight syndrome that upsets every balance in your body. It's very sobering to let those feelings be other than what God said. He said tranquility, peace, calm, joy, gentleness. So our health can really get out of whack based on our feelings, just as our spiritual life can get out of whack and be weakened by our feelings. And so when we live our life in feelings, then that's a real issue. And Jesus knew it would be, so he had Proverbs seventeen twenty two written for our benefit. A merry heart is like medicine, hmm. but a broken spirit who can bear. Yeah. And a broken spirit will become a depressed spirit, a bitter spirit, and our conscience will be dulled and not function right. Right. So Sharon, I don't know if you've ever heard this or not. I don't know who coined it, but boy, I have used it when I'm examining myself. 
And here's how it goes: Watch your thoughts; they'll become your words. Watch your words; they become your feelings. Watch your feelings; they become your actions. And watch your actions, because they become your lifestyle. And watch that lifestyle; it becomes your destiny. All beginning with your thoughts. All beginning with your thoughts. And are they based on facts? Well, our thoughts are subject to what we allow in our senses, like what we watch, what we read, what we listen to. You know, all of those senses come in and form our thoughts. And you said a key word, and I don't know whether you recognized you did it or not. They come in. That means they are outside,、mm-hmm. being influenced from what is around us. Yes, and they come in then, and either can build us up or tear us down. So we need to guard our surroundings, Sharon. Right. And right now, Janie, we live in a time where we get all kinds of information, and if we're not guarding that, protecting that, we can get overwhelmed. Usually, Sharon, if we have a program, if we have a game plan, if we've been given an outline,、mm-hmm. then it becomes easier to make it happen. If right, we have、like、a goal, a goal, yes,、okay. yes. And so, I'm going to trust the words of Jesus, since that's what we've been talking about the last few weeks.、Uh-huh. And some of the words that He has told us is, "Redeem the time." For the days are evil.、Mm-hmm. He also says, "Occupy until I come. Don't sit around, feeding your face, having your comforts met,、mm-hmm. but stay busy with what I've asked you to." So, Sharon, what's a couple of things that you think the Lord has asked us to do in redeeming the time and occupying until He calls us? Well, He tells us to go and make disciples. Yes. And we're really bad at doing that. Get saved and sit. Get saved and serve. <laughs> Get saved and sin. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have laughed at that, but that's unfortunately. I mean, yeah. Why did you say sit, serve, and sin? <laughs> that's what we do. Oh, and and, and right there, it's like, yay, you got saved. See you later. <laughs> Hope all things work out for you. Oh, that. That is, is sad. I, I I laugh only because it's so tragically true. Yeah. And yet there are, but yet let's don't let's don't end this lesson on a on a <laughs> on, on a on a negative note. There are young millennials that are making a beautiful, strong stand. Sometimes better than us older people. There are people hungering throughout the world for just a taste. Of Jesus Christ, because their hearts are prepared, but they need someone to bring the good news. Well, Janie, and I think a lot of the reasons why we do such a bad job of discipling others is because we've done such a bad job of examining ourselves, and so we don't know how to help someone else stand on the facts. Because we've put our faith in our feelings. Mm. Mm. 
And that's when mentoring matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.